0: Welcome to Ancient Words, the Bible study podcast from Red River Ministries. We invite you to get your Bible and a notebook and join us in the study of the Word of God. If you are not able to follow along in your Bible for some reason, that is okay too. We go verse by verse through the scripture we are studying. It is our hope that this Bible study will encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Now, on to today's study. Hello everyone and welcome back. I invite you all to take your Bible and turn to the Gospel of John chapter 14. Today we are going to continue our study in this discourse that Jesus has with his disciples before he is arrested. Our study today brings us to John chapter 14 verses 1 through 6. Let us read these verses together and then pray. Jesus is speaking here. Let not your hearts be troubled. Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to come together to study your word. We thank you that your word is truth above all others and is sufficient for us in all things pertaining to salvation, life, and godliness. Help us to understand your word today as we come expectantly open to hear from you. Teach us by the Holy Spirit. Mold us into the image of your Son. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus has told Peter that he would not only deny knowing him, but deny knowing him three times that very night. Now in a little bit of a turn, Jesus tells his disciples not to be troubled by what he has just told them. Remember that Jesus is facing the most agonizing night of his life, and he is now telling his closest friends, those who he personally called to follow him, not to let their hearts be troubled. He has revealed that one of them will betray him to the authorities and he is telling them not to be troubled. Jesus has told them numerous times that he would be arrested, beaten, and killed, yet he is now telling them not to let their hearts be troubled. Jesus has even told Peter, the de facto leader of the disciples, that he will deny knowing him three times. Before the rooster crows that night, but he also says to them, Do not let your hearts be troubled. How is it that Jesus can offer such peace in the midst of an impending storm? That is actually very simple. He knows who He is. Look at what He says to them Do not let your hearts be troubled, believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is telling them that because they believe in God, the Father, the one who sent him. They should also believe in him. He is saying to them, look, the Father and I have a plan. We have had this plan for a long time and we are working it out. Do not be alarmed. Do not be troubled. If you believe what the Father does is good and right, then you should also believe that what I do is good and right, because the Father and I have the same plan. He is telling them that God the Father and Jesus, the Son of God, are working together because they are of the same mind. They are of the same essence, though separate persons, and nothing can stop this plan from coming to pass. Then he tells them something that many people have often preached as a side note to the, whole, to the whole of this passage. Yet, I believe it is something just as important as everything else that Jesus says. Look at verses 2 and 3. He says, In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Again, most people preach or teach these verses like they are a side note or a secondary thought. However, I believe they are just as important as everything else Jesus is saying in this message to his disciples. He starts out, In my Father's house are many rooms. Some translations may say mansions instead of rooms. The real thought behind the word, whatever the translated word may be, is dwelling place. Jesus is telling the disciples and us that in the house of God the Father, there are many dwelling places for his people to live with him. And then he says, if it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? In other words, if there were not many dwelling places in my Father's house, why would I tell you that I am going to prepare a place for you? Again, this is a continuation of verse 1. You believe in God, believe also in me. Just as Jesus tells the disciples to believe in him the same way they believe in God, he is telling them that his word can be trusted when he says, That he is going to prepare a place in his father's house for them. And the best part comes in the next verse. He says. And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am you may be also. Not only is Jesus going to prepare a place. But he is also coming back to take us with him. Can you even imagine this? The Lord Jesus Christ has gone to prepare a place for us in his father's house. And he is coming back again one day to take us with him so that we may be with him. Those are two of the most remarkable verses in the Bible and yet people just push them aside most of the time because they don't seem to fit in with the rest of the verses around them. We have to move on, but I really want these two verses to sink in, really take a moment and reflect on what these two verses mean. Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us, for you in his father's house, and he will come back one day to take you with him so that you may be with him. Now, let us look at the rest of our passage for today. Jesus said, And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus has very clearly laid out the plan. He has said that he is going to prepare a place in his father's house. Now he tells them that they already know the way to get there. And then we have Thomas. I think Thomas gets a bad rap for being a doubter. Yet, when in all honesty, I think he is the only one that had the nerve to say what they were all thinking. Thomas says, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And he says, In essence, Jesus, you say that we know the way, but we don't even know the destination. How can we know the way without knowing the destination? This is the same question we ask every time we get ready to go somewhere. We have to know the destination in order to map out a course. See, this is what Thomas is thinking, but his thinking is just slightly off track. You see, our destination is not just a physical location our destination is a place within the presence of God almighty we know this because jesus has already told us that he is going to prepare a place for us in his father's house we also know this because of verse 6 jesus answers thomas to tell by telling him the destination and the way to get there jesus said i am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I want you to notice that Jesus gives the map and the destination all in one statement. The destination is the Father. The map is Jesus. Jesus is the only way to get to the Father. He is the only path that allows us to see our final destination as the eternal presence of the loving embrace of our Father in heaven. Now we know as believers that there are two paths in this life and thus there are two destinations for the end of this life. The first path, the one we are all born to, is the path that leads to destruction and death. However, the path... That leads to life and eternity with Christ. Is one that not everyone will find. And one that is not an easy one to follow. Yet this path leads to the best result. Look at the words of Jesus for Matthew chapter 7. verse 13 and 14. Jesus says enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy. That leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. You see, we are all born onto the way that is easy. We pass through that wide gate when we were born. We only enter through the narrow gate. When we come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Entering the narrow gate is the moment we become born again into a new life in him. The road that we travel as believers is not an easy road. In fact, Jesus tells us that it is hard. Period. The gate is narrow and the way is hard. However, The end result is worth more than anything that this life can ever offer to us. Our final destination as believers is eternity in the presence of the love, joy, and peace of God the Father, where we will no longer face sin because we will finally be delivered from the influence of our fallen nature. There will be no more sin. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more tears. There will be no more sickness. There will be no more disease. There will be no more death. All of those things that we have to face now because of the fall will be gone forever. Of course, this will only be for those who believe. Those who do not believe will face a completely different side of God, one that nobody wants to face ever. Those who are not believers who have not put their trust in Christ, will find themselves face to face with God in His righteous judgment. They will face all of His wrath, fury, and the everlasting torment of knowing that they will never be able to stand in the presence of His love. You see, we have a fictionalized version of hell where Satan is in charge and he is the one that gets to do all of the tormenting and punishing of souls. But that is far from the truth. You see, hell was created for Satan and his followers. Those who rose up in rebellion against God in heaven. As a place where they will be kept for eternity. Not as a place where they can rule and have dominion. All of those who end up in hell will face the righteous judgment of God the Father. Satan, the angels who fell with him, and those people who have not trusted in Jesus Christ, all of them. So why does Jesus say that he is the only way to the Father if everyone will end up in the presence of God, whether in heaven or hell? Because only those in heaven will know God as Father and experience his love. Those in hell will know God as judge. And they will experience his wrath. Sin must be punished. There's no way to get around that fact. Your sin must be punished. My sin must, must be punished. And there are two ways that that sin can be punished. Either sin is punished on the cross in Christ and then the righteousness of Christ is imputed to us when we put our trust in Him as Savior and Lord, or sin is punished in eternity as souls face the everlasting judgment of God. That is the truth that leads to life. This is the message of the gospel. I put it before you today. Which path Will you choose? Will you choose to remain on the path that you were born on, which leads to the judgment of God? Or will you choose the path which Jesus Christ has paved for you? It is a decision that only you can make. Choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for those who are listening, who have already called upon the name of Jesus and have been saved. I thank you for those who have made that choice today. I thank you that you have made the path for us to come to you. I pray that you will continue to draw people to you and into your kingdom. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Ancient Words, a Bible study podcast from Red River Ministries. We would like to invite you to go to our website, www.redriverministries.org, for more information about the ministry. You can find links to our books, blog, store, and many other resources on our website, as well as a link to donate to the ministry. Also, if this podcast is a blessing to you, please leave us a review on whatever app you use to listen to us. This will help others be able to find us in those apps and be a blessing to them as well. Thank you all, and may God bless you.